I'm Dean Blandino, and you're listening to Scoop FM. Welcome to Scoop FM, the official podcast of Dynasty League, the only lead that counts. I'm your host, Dan Belinke, and we're at the end of the season. We missed a couple weeks because, as I mentioned in the last time we spoke, I don't even know if I finished that episode. I may have started and stopped. There just was not that much intrigue, right? You had three out of four non-playoff teams already confirmed well into the double-digit weeks, um, you know, multiple weeks before the playoffs were officially set. You had Drew making a last-second push, but outside of that, it really all just came down to jockeying of positions. We knew for a fact most of the teams at the top would stay there. There wasn't a lot of drama, not too much to catch up on. So let's talk about it right now, the playoff picture. They're here. They're finally here. This is a huge year. I think we went into this year looking and saying, you know, pretty open playing field. You got a lot of teams that maybe last year they didn't fare so well, but they've got big guys coming back from injury, you know, like a Saquon Barkley, like a Dak Prescott, that sort of thing. You had a couple teams like moi, who maybe didn't have All of the top-end talent, but had multiple high first-round draft picks that they may have completely blown and still got a bye week anyways. You know, there was a lot of situations like that where we knew there was going to be some parity, but I don't think we realized just how much, even with the injury bugs and the fates of some other teams like Bob and Devin being on the downswing. So it's probably going to be one of the greatest and most dramatic playoffs of all time a true, true champion, and the first playoff where there is no trading available. Trade deadline came and went. So your current team, as constructed, is your only gateway to get to the dance. Now, when we talk about some of those trades, I can't recall. I think we did talk about Josh Jacobs and Michael Pittman. I think we we spoke about that one. I gave my thoughts there for where Dave got Kyler Murray. And I mean, looking at Dave now, I said it at the time, I couldn't believe I was kind of on an island with this. People said, oh, well, Michael Pittman Jr., you just got two starting flexes for Kyler Murray. I'm thinking, two, you know what, what, two starting flexes and, uh, <coughs> excuse me, two starting flexes and a second round pick? I, I don't know about that. I think Kyler Murray was worth a hell of a lot more. And I mentioned, I don't, I'm not in love with either of those guys, Michael Pittman Jr. and Josh Jacobs. I'm just not. And early returns, I would say, look at how uh, Dave's team is is rounding into shape. I mean, now that he's got Murray and Rodgers, I, I really have to hand it to him. And regardless of the outcome, I might vote for him for GM of the year. Because this is a guy that we know made a huge swing, gave up Mahomes to get Cook, Kamara, and um, Cook and Kamara, right? Well, well One of them. I can't remember who he got from Billy. But anyways, maybe it was Cook. But he made a huge swing, gave up Mahomes, went to Russell Wilson, moved Wilson, got Rodgers because he knew it was a bad year for Wilson, and it's been a bad year for Mahomes too. Moves David Montgomery. He gets Kyler Murray. I mean, he's just made a lot of interesting moves that so far have paid off. I mean, he's heading into the playoffs looking as dangerous as anybody. Now that you've got a healthy Kamara and Cook and you've got Rodgers and Murray... And he didn't even have a first-round pick last year, you know? Uh, I don't think he does this year either. I can't recall exactly. I'll have to double-check. But 
No, he does not. He didn't have one this year either. So I, I'm really impressed with what he's done, and I think that is a very good team, a team I don't know if you want to face. Very, a little scary. Um, and I also just think, like, you know, that's the kind of thing, if I ever move Lamar Jackson, which I probably won't, but if I ever do and I've got a deal going, I'm going to tell the guy, hey, can I think about it? And while I'm quote-unquote thinking about it, I'm texting everyone else and saying, this is my offer, can you beat it? Right? This is what I've got in the pipeline. I, I think... Matt could have done and tried to pull that trigger. A couple teams come to mind. Uh, Nate. Nate's got a lot of quarterbacks. Not really the top, top end guy. Um, I, I think that would have, and he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of depth. And a lot of win now pieces. And, you know, I think he, uh, did he deal his first round? He's still got a first in 2022. Still got a first in 2020. I mean, I think he's got the pieces. He's got stuff there, right? Um to, to make a push. I think he made sense. I think Drew makes sense. Drew could, Drew's got a lot of depth. He's got a lot of pieces and he also needs a, a guy like that. But I don't know that Matt talked to them or what, but I didn't like that trade at the time. I'm continuing to not like it. Uh, a couple other trades we had go before the deadline. We had Nate, a 22 second and a 23 third for Devin Singletary to Devin. I mean, yeah, now we're playing the results. It's a couple weeks out. Singletary hasn't done much. Their running game has been able to do nothing. Um, I'm, I've been off of Singletary for, you know, a little over a year. Basically, I was on the Zach Moss train since they drafted him, which hasn't worked out either. But that's a pretty low price, right? And Nate now, I mean, you know, that the, the earliest that pick can be at this point is 15, right? If not 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, you know, and then another one is a third in two years. So that that's basically free. I don't hate that move. I just, I don't think it moves the needle in either direction. And then we had Bob who got Darnell Mooney, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and a 22 first for Leonard Fournette. I loved this for Bob. I was a little shocked, but Bob always, he, he won't sell unless he gets good, good value. Um, I love this for Bob because I thought, just to get a first for Leonard Fournette, I mean, I guess that it really is the minimum. I mean, if anyone's coming to you for a playoff run and with the way he's been scoring, if they're not going to give you a first, you, you got to tell them. If they're just going to give you a first, you're going to say, all right, man, you got to fuck off here. I mean, I get it, but like throw me a bone. But I figured the bone would just be, you know, kind of like, a, I'm trying to think of a good, a good, good comparison, um, like a Rashad Bateman, right? Something like that. Just a little, hey, this could be something type of piece. I think Darnell Mooney. That's that's for real. Uh, I think I think he's a very. I don't think he's an alpha receiver, but I think he's a very. He's very fast. I think he's very good. I think he's got a bright future with Justin Fields. So I like that a lot. Um, but then Nick, this was absolutely critical and essential, right? He's he's secured the buy, which is huge. That gives him that you know that makes it just hey w only one win to get into the dance, right? So that's a huge advantage. And then the other the other part of this is, I mean, it, he could not enter. The postseason, you know, Brady and Tannehill can't sustain him, but at, on it, on the running back side, he needed something. So it's a move he had to make. He's loaded at receiver. He won't really miss Darnell Mooney or Donovan Peoples-Jones. So, but so I like it for both sides, really. But I think Bob got probably a little more value than Fournette is really worth. But given Nick's position, that's what you got to pay. We had only one trade go through right at the deadline, um, and I believe it was. Oh, fuck. I don't even have it. I, I forgot to put it in the worksheet, so I'll have to do that. But um, I know that it was Jeff Wilson. Devin traded Billy, Jeff Wilson, and it was for a, what, a third-round pick in 2023? 20, 22-third. 
Yep, 22 third. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Bob's 22 third. Dev's. All right. I got to go back in my text, but I'll find it. Um, anyways, so yeah, I mean, again, Wilson got a little action. They more they more so used Debo with Mitchell out, honestly. I guess he, maybe the more impactful runs. But, I, you know, I'm, again, that that's a small price for a little bit of running back insurance. I don't think that's a huge deal. But anyways, let's talk about these playoffs because we, we're, we're, we're confirmed. We're confirmed for all of our first-round matchups, except, of course, did anybody see this coming? Nate with a big win and, and Billy losing to Dave and Drew in his final last-ditch attempt to get into the playoffs, beating Matt but couldn't control his own destiny because Dave smacked Billy and uh, Nate had won two straight. Those were his only chances. Nate jumps into the third spot and gets to pick his first match, right? Either Bill or Matt could have won and secured it. Both of them lost for Nate to jump in. And he won. I mean, incredible down to the wire. Wasn't expecting that personally. Um, But yeah, so big, big, big stuff for him. But the bottom of the playoffs is confirmed we don't know where nate's gonna pick just yet we've got him on the line we're gonna ask him to join us shortly and make the big reveal but first let's talk about the non-playoff uh the non-competing the shit playoffs whatever you want to call it because that is set and i will remind you of how it works because everyone forgets every year um so the the bottom of the bottom is bob versus Devin. they are going to play this upcoming week what is it week uh 15 and then they're going to play again week 16 and we're going to take their points from week 15 and 16 and whoever scored the most combined over those two weeks is getting the number one overall draft slot yes that's correct and the person that loses is getting number two overall okay does it really matter though no not quite bob has his own pick devin doesn't have his own pick uh, in fact, he doesn't have a second round pick either. His first own pick is in the third round. So sure, if he wins, he could potentially have 21 versus 22, right? But this is a lot more important for Bob. The owner of his first and his second is Nikki. So Nikki will be eyeing this with delight, I'm sure. Uh, the next round we have is Nikki and Drew. Now, here's the thing that's funny about Nikki and Drew playing. How much can Nikki screw Drew over this season? Because remember, back a couple weeks ago, we had mentioned that Nikki made an error, a critical error, in keeping Dak Prescott in his uh, in his uh, super flex spot, starting Daniel Jones and leaving Wentz on the bench, not realizing that Dak was a game-time decision on a Sunday or Monday night game who ended up not playing. Took a big fat zero in a game he could have beat Dave. Now, if he beat Dave, and we know all of us in our division, we looked at it at the time and said, hey, we'd all get a bump. But if you look at where Dave finished, he finished at least one win below Matt, Nate, and and myself. He didn't hurt any of us in our division. That actually didn't end up affecting us at all. Had he lost that game, we're all in the same spots that we are today. It only affected one person. And unfortunately, that's true. Because Nikki, with that additional win, doesn't get in the playoffs still. But with that additional loss, then Drew and Dave are tied at wins, and Drew has the frickin' tiebreaker on points. So yeah, that screwed him hard, and now Nikki's playing him. But unfortunately, Drew can try to get back at Nikki by slotting him down a bit, but Drew doesn't have his first, second, third, fourth pick. 
doesn't he his first is is the fifth round. So he's fighting for 43 versus 44 right now. That's not super impactful. He can, of course, you know, help, you know, hurt Nikki a bit by trying to beat him. But they're going to do the same thing that the other team, the other, the, the, uh, Bob and Devin are going to do. They're going to play this, this upcoming week, week 15. They're going to play again week 16. We're going to take the total combined score of those two games. The, the winner of that will get the three slot. The loser will get the four slot. So now, on to the real playoffs, the fucking meat of it. Let's talk about it. So, top two seeds. Myself, winner of the bullshit, the cuck division, and Nick Young, winner of the bullshit division, both have buys. We will be relaxing and giving Lamar Jackson quite a nice break. Nice, a, a, a sweet needed rest, you know, to prepare for the upcoming championship run. Um, so after that, given the order, it doesn't really matter the order. What matters is that Nate is in third, so he chooses his own destiny, gets to pick his first round selection, right? In previous years, he just played Dave, who's at six, and Bill and Matt would face off. But no, we said, hey, three seed is a damn accomplishment in this league. It's tough to get it. There should be a little juice, a little reward just for missing the, you missed the buy by that much. Here's your reward. You pick your own fate. That's the most fun, and it creates all this drama, which we're all excited for. Now, we look at the possible combinations. You know, who you're going to potentially play depends on who he picks, right? Who, or what the possible second-round matchups could be depend on who he's picked. But the other, the, other por- the other portion of this is that there is, if we go through all the, the possibilities, we do know generally how it would shake out. Because Nate is three-seed, if he wins, he plays me in every reality, right? He's the highest seed. And for uh, and for Dave, he's the lowest seed. So in any reality he wins, he plays Nick. Now, where it's split is depending on the matchup and the other results, two-thirds of the time, if Matt wins, he'll get me. Um, and then one and then uh, you know, the one-third of the time he'll get Nick. Billy, opposite. Of all the possibilities, only one-third of the time he if he wins, he would draw me in the second round. Two-thirds of the time, he would get Nick. So what's going to happen is Nate's going to pick his guy. You know, everyone's... And so he's going to pick his guy. The other two will go against each other. The winners of that will face me and Nick. We'll figure out who's going to face who once we know the results. The losers of those two matchups. Now, you know, they're going to... Pl- oh, all right, that first round, week 15. Week 16, the losers of those first two matchups... They are going to play each other for just one week in week 16. The winner of that will get fifth draft slot overall. Loser will get sixth. That will happen week 16 during the semifinals. After week uh, 17, when we have the semifinals, the semifinals are finished. We have our championship match. Those two will play for the grand prize, which is $900 split to be determined by the two people in the championship uh, if they can come to an agreement, which we have every year. Um, and then the winner gets picked 10 overall, the loser gets nine. So you get a slight consolation prize and whatever amount of money you agreed upon. The two losers of the semifinal will play each other. 
and that'll be week 17. So those will be the only two games. Everyone that's eliminated is now done. Uh, if you were in the shit playoffs, you know, the bottom four, you're done. If you lost it in the first round of the real playoffs, you're done. Only those two are going on. These are the money games. We'll determine the winner, second place, and then the losers from the two semifinals, they'll play that last week, week 17. They will, uh, the winner of that will get uh, the seventh slot overall. The loser will get eight, and the winner gets $100 back. So they get the better draft slot, and they get $100, and yeah, that's it. So, I mean, it's all good. Uh, anyways, okay, so let's see. Well, without further ado, we can't really talk much longer until we know who Nate's going to pick. So, uh-oh, I see the the switchboard is lighting up. I think we've got a call right now. Let's hear it. All right, ladies, the time has come. As the third seed, I get to choose my first-round opponent. And unfortunately, two of the softer teams going to the playoffs secured bye weeks, so lucky for them, that leaves Dave, Matt, and Billy. So on first glance, it's an easy one, right? you got to pick Dave. Worst record, lowest points scored in the playoffs, but no. Dave is healthy now. He's firing in all cylinders. He put up 180 this week. I don't want that smoke. Plus, my franchise player is Matt Stafford, and he's got the whole Rams receiving core locked up. So that leaves Matt and Billy, the league's two highest scorers. Now, this one was hard. I was in the lab, crunching numbers for hours. But I'm going to go for the team that's a little banged up. A team whose cornerstone player is out for the playoffs. A team whose star QB may be banged up heading into the playoffs. And a team that really fucking pissed me off this year. The amount of times I asked this team about trading a QB is disturbing. And the fucker goes and sells Kyler fucking Murray for pennies on the dollar. And I would have blown that trade out of the water. So unfortunately for him, Matt, welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. It's me and you, round one. Good luck to everyone else in the playoffs. Bye-bye. Two of the softer team. What a fucking outrage. If Lamar Jackson was healthy, you would not dare say that. But uh, you know what? I can't say I'm surprised. I think that was quite a succinct breakdown of the different options that you have, the, the teams that are out there. I mean, I take Matt, too. I take Matt all day. I tap that ass up and down Bourbon Street. Uh, easy as pie. I agree with him. I think Dave's red hot. I'd be afraid of that. Um, and, and this, I this is a, this is a, a nice spot. I, I love to see Matt and Nate go against each other. Absolutely. And this basically secures. They have to come to Pittsburgh, right? We got to watch these games together. They're going head to head. It's going to be fantastic. But now that Nate has made his decision and picked Matt. As we said before, if Nate wins, he's playing me in the second round. If Dave wins, he's playing Nick. That's that's uh, secure. So now it comes down to this: if Matt wins and Dave wins, he'll pay. He'll play me. If Matt wins but Billy wins, he'll play Nick. If Billy wins and Nate wins, then Billy will play Nick. But if Billy wins and Matt wins, Billy will play me. So. They're a 50-50 right now. Um, the other two, if they win, they're determined. So that's a playoff picture. Your first round, Matt versus Nate. Billy versus Dave. Who will come out on top? We shall see, and we'll let you know what happens, and then what's going to happen after that. Good luck to everybody in the playoffs. Have fun. Bye-bye. <laughs>